Look at Mr. Perfect over here, right? Mostly I'm kidding. Mostly I'm making fun of myself. But I'm really just saying that I feel like I was gifted. Like I was a special child. I, had, I held myself in this regard like, oh my God, you're different from others. I think part of it is you got to spend time by yourself to know who you are. You have to be one with yourself to be confident and trust in yourself because basically what you have to do is not give a fuck what other people think about you and not pay attention to what everybody else is saying. So to be confident, you literally have to know yourself. That was an excerpt from a book called Fuck It, I'll Start Tomorrow, a true story by a uh, rapper, chef, uh, YouTube extraordinaire. Action Bronson. Um, I so far have been enjoying the book. We're going to go this chapter by chapter. Um, that excerpt is on page three. And it does go... It starts on page two. Um, page one, which is the first chapter, is called New York City Made Me. Um, so the book is only... Uh, let's see. It is 172 pages. But what I love so far, and this this is definitely, this book is not uh, for everyone. If you're not an Action Bronson fan um, and you've never heard him speak, I suggest that you hear him speak if you're interested in reading the book. And this is why. I think that if you know how he speaks, then you understand how he wrote. And they allowed him to write how he speaks. So you heard and you could see there's a lot of... Um, I gave an example. So, I really like this, but this is on page 12, and he says, In New York City, you have to find your voice. There will always be people that think they outvoice you, outtalk you. You gotta gun your way through this fucking world, because motherfuckers wanna ice you. Motherfuckers wanna ice you cold, you know? You gotta let them know you're here to stay. You gotta let them know you're nice. You gotta let them know you're not going to put up with any bullshit. I mean, this is basically 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old back-of-the-bus type shit. That's where I refine these skills. The city bus going from my school was the craziest back-of-the-bus of all. This was Q31, and it ran from Bayside to South Jamaica. If you were on the back of the bus, you already knew it was going down. So he talks like this. He, I mean, this is the whole book. And I think that's why I I've, I blew through the first chapter in a day. And I mean, I've, I've had a very, very busy um, time. For those that don't know, I'm getting married uh, on Saturday. So, and we're having a very small wedding. So I have 50 bazillion things to do. And he just, he captivated me. He, he really did. Um, he captivated me with just... <laughs> You're just not used to somebody talking like that. Um, so a little background. Um, we're going to jump back to, we're going to jump back to uh, 
page seven. Um, and he says, I mean, that's part of my confidence too, that everyone in my neighborhood was a character. We only knew crazy people and crazy stories growing up in Flushing. Apparently, my neighborhood is now called uh, Pomnik. I don't know. I know I'm not saying that. Pomp? Monuk? I, I'm so bad with names. It's P-O-M-O-N-O-K for those that care. Though I still just call it Flushing, and that's what I'm going to call it. Note, side note. Used to be if you were from Flushing, you were from the projects called, and then that's that P word again, um, which are right nearby and some of the biggest projects in the city. There are always a sense, there was always a sense that Electrester was its own thing, even if it was just apartment buildings. You went to Electrester Boy Scouts, you played Electrester Little League, our elementary school was right across the street. You would go to Halloween parties at the Electrician Union Board office, where I was a Ninja Turtle like seven years straight. I would just be a different turtle each time. I remember when I was Ralph, I had the Asian uh, sayas with the curve to protect your fist, each dagger for each hand. Uh, they had intense weapons, the Ninja Turtles, but they just hurt you enough so that you lose consciousness, then you retreat because that's the way of the samurai. Like I said, Electrester was built for the Electricians Union in 1949, which is why they call it Electrester. My grandfather was a plumber, not an electrician, but he moved in right after it opened to a small two-bedroom apartment when my mom, when my mother was still little. I grew up in that same apartment, though by then my American grandparents had moved to Florida and my Albanian grandparents had come to live with me and my parents. Just across the street from our apartment building used to be a neighborhood spot, a diner called Larry's and Lily's, until a Korean man bought it, Mr. Lee. That place was full of characters. There was this crew that used to hang out in the coffee shop, mainly retired electricians and older people chilling all day, smoking cigarettes, shooting the shit, and playing lotto. They literally had nothing to do, so they would wait there for a conversation. So something that he does talk about, mind you, so he's a Yankees fan, he's a Jets fan, he's very, very New Yorker. Um, and he talks about all that in this first chapter. He talks about how he didn't realize at the time, but, you know, people, these, these electricians that either didn't have work or um, maybe retired electricians, you know, they were older, and they would come out to this park and um, they would sit there and uh, I'm going to talk. I'm just going to read it because it's it's just the way it's honestly the way that he talks is the way that he writes. And I, I feel like it's easy to read. And it's kind of funny because if you've heard his voice, you can hear his voice as you read it. Uh, let's see. Over at the basketball, this is page six, over at the basketball and handball courts, you also had the older heads around in the summertime. You know, the 40-year-olds hanging out in the park smoking weed with fucking 17-year-olds. And they've already been through some shit in life at only 40 years old. That's when you learn you don't want to be that. Those dudes were fairly normal in Electrester, the apartment buildings where I grew up, because it was built for electricians union, and there would always be these fucking degenerates who would use to be in a union who didn't work anymore. They would be there smoking blunts in the park and playing handball with us and drinking beers and shit, and they would just be part of the whole crew. They might have been cool to us then, but now you see that they're just fucking old dudes that should have been at the bar. They should have been 
wherever, just not at the park with fucking teenagers, fucking smoking weed and drinking and playing handball. But it's fun to chill outside in the summertime with your friends. I can see it. Is it not fun to be at a park playing handball in the summertime, smoking blunts with a bunch of friends around? At the time, maybe we didn't even know they were 40 years old. When you thought about somebody being 40 years old, you were thinking about your parents. My father's not out there playing handball. Some people's fathers were out there. Some people's mothers were out there. You would always try and guess what everybody's situations were, why they were out there. Try to guess the type of fucking government benefits they had. You think he got social security? Oh yeah, Tommy's on the spectrum. He gets government help. He gets a free crib. So that was pretty much it. Um, it ends with him talking about uh, playing um, baseball, or baseball, I'm sorry, football, and how um, and how he stops. So I'm going to jump to page 25. I mean, I'm not a bowling. I'm not that type of guy anymore. I don't like making fun of people anymore or any of that kind of stuff, and I don't find it amusing anymore. That's just gym stuff, football team stuff. It's childish shit. It is what it is. And at that point in life, no one is the coolest guy on the block. And everyone is a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? But I didn't stop football camp for those reasons. I actually stopped doing football because I didn't want to do the summer camp anymore. I don't know if you've heard of two-a-days. It means you would practice twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon. You practice literally till you throw up in the heat in the summertime. And I just wanted to smoke weed with my friends and have sex with my girlfriend, to be honest with you. I said, I'm done with this shit. And I fucking got on a train and left camp. And that was it for both camp and for school. I was done. I bounced. And that's the end. That's how he ended. New York City made me. And the next chapter is called The Toothbrush Incident, which I am looking forward to reading. I did skip a lot of stuff. You guys know this. I can't read the whole book. That'd be an audiobook. And the idea is I want you to go purchase Action Bronson's book. I bought it at Books A Million. It was in the bargain section. Um, I could see where it wouldn't be appealing to just anyone, right? He had to, I, I wish, I don't know if, you know, what his marketing team was like, like, but this is for the true hip hop fans that love Action Bronson, that want to support his book, that want to support him, and just want to read something that's lighthearted, that's easy to read. So I suggest you go cop this, Books A Million, Amazon, your local bookstore probably won't have it, but they might be able to order it for you. Um... I did not pay $26 for this book, but that's how much it says that it should be marked at. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'm dropping this on a Thursday because I want to. And uh, my last podcast, Action Bronson, had has a book, was listened to enough where I feel like we could get some listeners on this. Um, message me, follow me on Instagram. Um, I'll make sure I put it in the drop down. It's basically the underscore evaluation. I think it's like underscore T T A B C. Um, but I will make sure I drop it in there because that's a lot to write. If you want to leave us a review, leave us a review. And I say us because uh, me and Dom are on enough podcasts that we'll, we'll say for us. Uh, if you like what you hear, you want to hear something different, let me know. Um, the last thing I say before I forget is this is Emily Wilkins with the Evaluation, the New Age Book Club, and I'll catch you next time.